This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. You're listening to the Autocast Radio Network. The very best in online radio. Log in, kick back, and turn us up. Cast Radio. We supply your anime fix. Warning. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Even though the hosts are not mature. You're listening to the Bonsai Beat. Your weekly window into the world of anime. Featuring all the latest news, episode reviews, and discussion. On this week's episode of Bonsai Beast, Soldar finally sat down and somehow watched couple parts of Kodomoji again. So we'll discuss that. We bring in news like, apparently, according to the Philippines, all hentai is porno for with children in it. Uh, we also have our dignity picks and so much more. Episode 53 of Bonsai Beat. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Bonsai Beat. Like I just got in saying, three seconds ago. The show with yes, the five-minute intro. Every show with a minute-and-a-half intro. Yeah, take that. And that's Zoldar over there saying stuff. Yes, the crazy Zoldar. Yes, we bring you news, DVD picks, sometimes some episode reviews or show reviews, and anything else we find interesting, because we're that kind of dudes. We entertain you while you're on your mm-hmm. way into work, your way to school, your way to the dentist, wherever you may be going through your day, we'll be there with you in spirit. That's right. Uh, check out www.hentai.com. Okay, Halloween was the last month. Check out Bonsai Beat. There's plenty of wrong being that check out www.bonsaibeat.com there you can email us and send us voicemails via Skype and all kinds of fun stuff check out past episodes want to say a quick shout out to Anime 3000 Drew listing us in their awesome old directory and the last check we had the most hits out of everyone in that directory we are beating Anime World Order. Take that, Daryl Surratt. Yeah. Some no-name... Some no-name podcast is whooping your ass on one site by, like, seven hits. Yeah, seven. Suck it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. We're no-name? No. Hey, no. We are the little guys. We are... Hey, Anime World Order is like Walmart. We are like the general store on Main Street. We're known, but not really well known. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fighting Walmart, in essence, in the anime podcasts. Yeah. Well, wait. Anime Pulse would be the Walmart, and Anime World yeah. Order would be the Target. We are not even Kmart. We're like... <laughs> Bob's best pharmacy. 
There you go. We're J and Z Pharmacy on Main Street. We know your name. That's right, we do. <laughs> okay, we now know we, all of your name. Yes. Now that we've killed four minutes and fifteen seconds of rambling. That's kinda of what we're gonna go talk you know about. What's that? You know you Oh yes, I just love to ramble. Bore people. Um well, you're in a great mood today. I am in a great mood today. It's Sunday. The Vikings won. They kicked the pat. They kicked the Lions' butt. Um, I don't know. It's just a good day today. Oh, that was sarcasm, by the way. Sure. Uh, the, the the Panthers actually won today, amazingly, which is like unheard of. <laughs> Welcome to this week in football. Your football discussion. <laughs> Uh, hey, on the site that we talk about anything else that catches our fancy. <laughs> yes. Well, hey, in our tagline on bonsaibeat.com, it does say we talk about anime, sometimes gaming, or anything else we find interesting. That's right. So there you go. We're keeping to our slogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, on today's show, we should probably get into that. You know, uh, the intro was still, it was kind of tough to hear. Uh, we're going to discuss Kodomo no Jiken, uh, somehow... After Zoldar saying he'd never watch it, he watched it. Uh, we bring you lots of good news and our DVD picks as always. So let's go ahead and jump right into the news because we got lots of stuff to cover today. And if I was smart enough and left my uh, <laughs> my sound folder up. <sighs> okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Yeah, thanks to Anime News Network and other sites that we use to bring you the news. Hey, that rhymed. Okay, well, first off, if no one has seen this anime, I would not be surprised because it's still not over. Kiss X Sis. It's called Kiss X Sis. Manga is get the green light to do a TV anime adaptation next spring. Currently, uh, the show is in a three-episode OVA. The first two episodes have aired already. <clears throat> and the third one is coming out, I think, next week. Uh, the television anime adaptation of Bo Ditama's Kiss Excess Romance Manga has been greenlit for next spring. The story follows the forbidden love between a boy and his two stepsisters. The manga has already inspired a three uh, original anime DVD volumes that are bundled with limited first editions of the third, fourth, and fifth manga. Um, yeah, oh yeah, November 20th with the third volume, so yeah, next week. The manga has been running uh, in Kudasha's weekly young magazine since 2004. So, yeah. Uh, some other things this guy has created, if anyone is not going to be surprised, Fidupatsu Chan, uh, Juden-chan, that just got done airing this last season. A very fun anime to watch. Um, Cubon Cubon, I've never heard of that show. And then finally, um, he's done the art in Maharo Ma- uh, Maharomatic manga. So, yeah. And you know what's funny though? They say the forbidden. Like I've not read the manga. I've only seen the two OVAs, 
and it doesn't seem like a forbidden love because in the OVAs, the brother like does everything he can to uh, not get in the situations he finds himself with his stepsisters. And it's hilarious because his parents are both like, do whatever you want with your stepsisters. You're not related by blood. Who are you going to pick? They, like, encourage it. Which is wrong on so many levels. Hey, st- hey, every like, hentai is like, oh, your brother and your sister, but we're not related by blood, so we can do whatever we want. I know. and it's, Yeah, it's I so do creepy. find that disturbing. I'm not going to lie. Very true. So, yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be kind of interesting because I want to know what they do between, you know, what's the difference between the OVAs and the actual series? Because, honestly, in the OVAs, it gets pretty tiresome pretty freaking quick. I mean, all it is is 21, uh, 24 minutes of these girls, like, getting naked and going into the, into the bed with him. And he, like, wakes up and, like, hey... Oh my god, oh my god, you're in the room with me. Oh, you fell on my penis. How did that happen? Well, we're gonna give you a bath, and... Oh, you fell into the bathtub. Oh, and now you're on me. Oh, and now you're not wearing any clothes. It's a lot of that stupid, silly stuff where... It's... Oh, you fell on that bar of soap that was left there, or the water, or just... It's not... I don't know. Not very fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving on. Ponyo and Astro Boy have been submitted for Oscar nominations. Woohoo! Okay, then. Uh, so basically, they've been at, nominated for the Best Animated Feature category for the 82nd Annual Academy Awards. Hayao Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli... Ponyo, it's Ghibli's Ponyo anime film, and David Bowers' Ama and Magi's computer animated adaptation of Usamu Tezuka's Astro Boy manga are among the submitted films. Here's what some of the other ones are: Elvin and the Chipmunks, the uh, the Squeaker Curl, As- yeah, Astro Boy, Battle for Terra. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Caroline, Coraline, actually. Yep. Oh, sorry. Uh, Disney's A Christmas Carol. Now, I want to know. Well, it hasn't come out yet, I guess, so never mind. The Dolphin, The Story of a Dreamer. Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Ice Age, uh, The Missing Links, Monsters and Aliens, Nine, Planet 51, Princess and the Fla- Frog, a town called Panic and Up. Honestly, Ponyo and Astro Boy have zero chance against Up. Up is yeah. going to win, hands down. And it should, really. Well, I this mean, year, Up are the best there. But my well, question is, how are fan, some of yes. these? How are some of these animated features? I mean, because they're those three G. It's because it's a three D. It's because it's animated three D. But there's live action still in it. I mean, there's no one live action. There's no live action. It's all 3D, dude. It's all animation. It's not. It's not the animation you and I are used to seeing in anime or whatever. It's 3D animation like Pixar, like Toy Story's animation. Right, Toy Story's animation, but like nine. Nine I, was I did not think nine was 3D. 
Nine was a 3D garbage. So was Planet 51. So was the Christmas Carol. So was a Cloudy of Chance of Meatballs. So was Astro Boy. I know. But um, the, the, to me, that doesn't seem like animation. Maybe. Well, it's animation because it's 3D pen, animation. Pen. There's tons of different right. animations than just pen and paper or oh, right. computer pen Maybe and paper. Maybe I need to expand my definition. You do. you got to expand your definition. Wikipedia, boy. <laughs> There's claymation and 3D animation, Asianimation, Korean animation. I don't know. But I don't know. This year was just jam-packed with these stupid 3D films. I mean, we're not a movie podcast by any means, but it seemed like this year has been like 3D. We've done it so many years, back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and 90s. But now we've got it right, thanks to computers. So you want well, to take they're some- doing it because they... They're having to find something to keep people coming to the movie theater. Nobody <laughs> yeah, is. yeah, yeah, I know. You want to take the next story? Uh, which one are we doing next? Four kids. Uh, Handley? Four kids. Four kids. Oh, oh, right. No one, no one should be surprised. I'm trying to understand. Trying to understand that one. <clears throat> the American licensing and distribution company, Four Kids. Kids Entertainment released its Securities and Exchange Commission 10 quarter report for the quarter ending on September 30th on Monday. Uh, oh, 10Q report. Uh, surely that's not 10 quarters. Yeah, How I was say, like, wow, what? <laughs> Since when have we broke them in down to like, <laughs> practically monthly? Yeah. Well, they're quarters. How do you have 10 of them? Quarter means four. Yes. But, so the company posted a third quarter net revenue of $7.3 million. Uh, which is less than its revenue before, but it still turns out that's actually a loss. Oh, uh, they have revenue of $7 million. Oh. Evidently, they have costs of $5 million more than that because uh, they have a loss this quarter of $5 million. So far this year, it has lost $20.9 million. I don't know how companies lose this much and still survive, but I'm glad they do. Khan noted, however, that the costs and expenses for the company were at, were at U.S. $14.5 million for the quarter, down from $24 million during the third quarter of 2008. Uh, they're going to have to be implementing additional personnel cuts and expense cuts over the next few months to further reduce ex- its expenses. During 4Kids' quarterly conference call, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer Alfred Kahn attributed uh, a net loss to a decrease in Chaotix franchises, trading card revenue, and the different accounting treatment applicable to the agreement with the CW network as compared to the Fox agreement. Uh, okay. Forecads has ended its Fox programming block in December 2008 and now runs its programming on the CW network. Wow, that was really stupid. Uh, I'm sorry. The, con- the CW network is... Way less people watch that than Fox. Khan noted that ratings for 4Kids' current 2009-2010 season are up 11%, which I don't understand. International licensing revenues for Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dinosaur King, and Shaman King were down, although uh, domestic licensing revenues for Yu-Gi-Oh! increased to 0.2 million. Uh, okay, that's, uh, that's good enough, man. Okay, dude... Uh, I didn't realize that that uh, four kids was even on the stock market. 
Um, looking at their uh, stocks, holy shit! If I was an investor with them, I would be getting like a rampage right now. Okay, get this. It last traded on Friday at a dollar sixty-seven a share. Okay, it previously closed at a dollar sixty-eight the day before. It opened at a dollar seventy, so it's been losing money. Um, fifty-two week range for a year between a dollar thirty-four and two dollars and forty-three cents. And my God, in two weeks' time. It's done like a fucking nosedive. Climbed back up. Nosedived again. Climbed up again. Leveled off. And then just now, just been no di- nosediving steadily. In the last freaking six months. And over the two weeks, it's, in the last two months I mean, it's been just nosediving like hardcore. Like, I- how does this company may like? How do these guys get on the stock market? I mean, obviously they're doing good enough because they're a publicly traded company. But my God, you would think with Fox and CW behind your network that um you would be doing decent. You think those would be good yeah. money making? Go Google. Um, Four kids stock price. Pick the first thing you find on Google. You'll find you'll see a little map, a little uh, chart of how the stock's been doing, dude. It's like a roll. It's like the definition of a roller coaster. Surprised there was no loop to loops or anything, or corkscrews. It's terrible. But, but at times, stock kids do, stocks do go up. Yes, but what uh, what rhyme or reason? And down and- oh no, I understand that completely. But you've got a pretty solid product. You're you're broadcasting on two major networks. How can you be like at one point riding high and then like over the next weeks, two, three weeks, month, you just go rocketing down just wow. If I owned stock in this company, I'd be like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it would be too. Check it out real but quick. In, uh, I have. In a in a recession, what's going to happen is that the things that are going to go down are the um not things that people don't really need. The Well, no, kids need to be entertained though. And the uh, bottom line is the all they're doing is you know, they're showing kids programming. That will never go out of style. Now, I mean, they probably... I don't know if they... you know I don't know their entire business model. For all we know, we like, they lost a shit ton of money on on trying to sell DVDs of Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, or you know, whatever. Maybe a show isn't doing as good in the ratings. I don't know. But just... I, the ratings for TV have gone down. Um, the I, and they switched to the CW, and the CW is not nearly as popular a network as Fox. Mm-hmm. I really don't understand that. But people are not watching TV anymore. Even young kids are doing other things. They're getting that's a good thing. Hours. That's a good thing. But you'd think 
for yeah. for being a TV distribution, you know, doing shows, you think your stuff would be pretty damn stable because you write up contracts with, you know, advertising revenue and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I guess I really can't speculate too much because I mean, I don't know their overall business model. I don't know how a company like them would make money other than selling the rights to like you see, like you said CW to show the show you know getting a cut of the av- advertising av- uh, revenue but advertising revenue is incredibly incredibly down simply because companies don't have money for it yeah that's true too so that's maybe they're advertising like Hyundai cars to the kids tell your parents to buy the new little El Ronto I don't know buy a Saturn they're not going to be around much longer. Tell yeah. your parents to buy a Saturn. Anyway, that's... I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, this was ridiculous. This was freaking ridiculous. <clears throat> Do you remember the Akihabara killer from last year? Who ran a truck into people and then started stabbing the shit out of people? Yeah. He wrote a letter to his, uh, he wrote an apology letter to one of the victims. He said he deserves death. He, uh, sorry. He deserves death. And compares victims' pain to his online avatar's death. Uh, Tomohiro Kato, the man who allegedly killed don't know how you allegedly kill someone when they got pictures of it. And you had the knife. You always got to call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, still. Uh, He allegedly killed seven people and injured ten in a hit-and-run and stabbing rampage in Tokyo's Otaku Shopping District of Akihabara last year. Uh, he sent an apology letter to one of the victims. The 23-year-old man is on trial for the incident. 55-year-old taxi driver uh, Hiroshi Yusa uh, received the six-page handwritten letter via Kato's lawyer on Friday. <clears throat> also enclosed was another uh, letter from Kato's parents. That is crazy. Why would you defend your son or help him or speak on his behalf? He's 23. He made his bed. Like, is it in Japan, like, if you fuck... Like, I know there's the whole thing of, like, dishonoring, you know, disgracing a family, and, you know, I don't know how relevant that is in today's Japan, but, I mean, that's all I know for being an American. But, I mean, like, seriously, like, do the parents still feel responsible for what their kid does, even though he's an adult, legally? Well, even in America, I mean, you... you Still, you know, your kid messes up. You love them. You still, uh, yeah, but he's twenty-three. Trying to defend them. Well, yeah, but you still love your kids even when they're twenty-three. No, I understand that, but I don't know. Well, he wrote. I mean, you don't say you shouldn't get. Yeah, I guess. What what he's doing is trying to get. He's trying to show sympathy and, and, you know, this sort of thing to maybe get a. I think he knows he's going to die. However much I repent, however much I apologize, I will never. It will never be enough to make things right. Uh, and since my crime 
deserves death 10,000 times. I think I will be sentenced, and I will think I will be sentenced to death, he wrote. He added that the victim's pain must be something like the uncontrollable anger I felt when my online self was killed on the forum I spent all my time, um, uh, that I spent all my time on by trolls. So, uh, yeah. I've created forums before. It can be a pain in the ass when you got people trolling or just trying to cause havoc. But, you know, I I didn't uh, go rent a truck and maul people down and then hop out and stab people. I just said, you know what? I'll get your IP address and ban you. And, and you know, that sort of stuff took reasonable actions. Not, hey, I'm going to go murder people because I'm so angry. I think this guy has seriously something wrong yeah, with that, him. I agree. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the death no. penalty and how often they use it. Yeah. But he's. I think by trying that he deserves it, he's trying to get out of it. That's, you know. Yeah. I do not expect, I expect that's yeah. Hey, are you downloading anything by chance? Nope. Huh. Surfing web. Oh, that wouldn't do it. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Like, what the hell? You sound like really crappy tonight. It's about 25 minutes. Okay. Anyway. You want to go ahead and take the next story? Alrighty. So, we're doing the... Just pick whatever one you want. All right. So, they evidently, the Handley guy, who is, we all remember, got in trouble for having the supposed Lolita anime, or supposed Lolita manga. Well, wasn't that, well, yeah. As, uh, they was charged with possession of child pornography is now being charged with possession of erotic material basically so hopefully that will reduce his sentence I mean I don't like the stuff he got but we do have freedom of speech here Uh, Hadley was accused of receiving and possessing obscene material as opposed to child pornography via the United States Postal Service in May of 2006. In particular, he was accused of having books containing visual representations of the sexual abuse of children, specifically Japanese manga drawings of minor females being sexually abused by adult males and animals. Uh, Judge Gritzner (laughs) struck down some of the charges against Hanley and ruled parts of the PROTECT Act of 2003 unconstitutional for restricting free speech. However, Hanley still faced charges for possession of obscene material because it was moved in interstate commerce. And his defense has been negotiating a guilty plea for a possible lighter sentence. Yeah, if you remember... So... If you remember the last time we talked about this, we talked about the, how he said, okay, yeah, I did it, I'm just going to plead guilty and let's just get this damn thing done and over with. Now, here's the thing I found interesting, though. Originally, they said it was one book. And no, then they said his computers were clean. No other manga was found that was depicting 
you know, anything to what this manga was. Now in this article, they said there were seven books and two computers. So I don't know. Don't know either. It all it always depends on news may change. And then as has been said before, Anime News Network is not professional journalists. Well thanks. Yeah, we use them for news. Yeah, that's so. professional. Anyway, yeah, go ahead and take the next story. <laughs> okay. Uh, so according to Anime Nation they're trying to make programs now that will mimic uh, children's voices for reasons that I do not particularly understand. I guess that to, to cut down on dubbing on costs for anime shows, they're now going to use computer voices rather than real people. So yeah, do you want to listen to real uh, good idea? Yeah, here's like a shota. Okay, fuck you. Seriously, though. So you get the point. Why? The one thing I like about... It doesn't sound... Yeah, there's no emotion. Right. It doesn't sound like a child at all. It sounds pathetic. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Like, I like... Watching anime, parts, you know, any show I like to watch because, like, hey, these are real people doing the voiceovers. They have emotions. They aren't computers. No. If they're going to start doing that shit for anime, fuck you, anime industry. Stop taking work away from people who already have a hard enough time finding work. You know? Say use. Uh, you know, they always complain about, you know, how in Japan and in America, how voice actors are underpaid for what they do. Um, you know, work doesn't come easy. They don't get up every day knowing they're going to be doing work. Um, this is something a computer shouldn't be doing. Period. Do you agree? Agreed. So, I mean, come on. Agreed. Why don't you go watch a play? Even even if it's something. Well, go watch a play you can, you with know, robots do. doing it, with no emotion. The, you're going to ruin the play. You know, anything that requires acting, it's just going to ruin the product. Computers are not meant for this type of application. Our synthesizing isn't to the point where you can fake being a human being. Or speaking like a human. Computers don't know emotion. They don't have emotion. You can't program emotion in someone's voice. No. Frickin' keep it to people. Because you know what? Even if they went to computers, anime is still going to be super ass expensive. Just because they cut out the... the dubbing side of things. It's not like the anime industry in Japan... Or America, if this even took off, you know, is it going to be like, oh, well, you know, we didn't have to pay that whatever million yen that we paid off the the voice act, you know, for all the voice actors and whatnot and all the time editing, you know, all that stuff. 
uh, let's lower the price by that much. Let's lower the price, you know, 500 or 10,000 yen or something. No, they'll be like, hey, we just saved a shitload of money with switching to Geico. Oh, come on, you're supposed to laugh. <sighs> anyway, you get my point. I don't Very know. Good. I hope they don't do this. I hope it's just some because part of the problem is I don't understand I think this it's myself. The way things are- those Vocaloid albums are really popular. Like everyone flips out over those stupid Vocaloid albums. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's a synthesized voice singing. So fucking what? It's a computer. No fucking talent needed. But what were you going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yep. Well, that's all right. I, I think I'm afraid this is the way it's going. Because, I mean, oh. if you remember Macross, they had a singer that was totally made by a computer. And there's a lot of... I was reading something recently. It was about an Indian sci-fi author uh, who had a story where they... It was a soap opera, and, you know, the actors in the soap opera were not real people. They were computerized. And so the, the things that they said and the things that they did in the pictures were, everything, were completely made by a computer. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell anybody. They acted like um, it was real, and they even went so far as to gave the supposed actors fake lives. So they made, made up stories not only for the, <clears throat> the people in the show, but the people who were supposedly acting in the show. Wow, that's so sad. I am afraid so, yeah, you, that we, is the way. We heard the boy Shota voice. The, the story. Go ahead. We heard the boy Shota voice. Here's a girl. What difference, what difference in a higher pitch is in that? It sounds lifeless. It sounds creepy. I, I just hope that this is just a flash in the pan. They just think, oh, this might be a good idea. We should try this and then watch how fucking spectacularly it will fail. I mean, come on. If you did this with any other genre... If you did this any other media, not a genre, any other medium, if you did this for a play or a live action show or something other than an animated TV show, would it fly? I don't think so. I don't know. <clears throat> the title of the author of the story I was talking about, by the way, is uh, An Eligible Boy by Ian McDonald. Which is actually very, very good. If you like science fiction, short stories, you should check that out. But I'm, I really am afraid is they continue to do cost-cutting. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that Macross you're talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'd have to watch it. But still, you would think the amount of time they'd have to program... The you know the appropriate voice act you know to use it, um you know to make it sound like if someone's shocked to make it sound like they're shocked, to make it not sound so freaking synthesizer like. I mean, you'd think this would take a long time. Yep, you would think. 
I don't know. I don't know. So you want to go ahead and take the next story, too? Alright, then. Give me all the power tonight. Power! Yes. Ha ha! So, Ghost in the Shell, the standalone complex, is evidently getting two new manga in Japan. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, the what's wrong with you, but the standalone complex is different than the movie since the main female character does not become some strange conscious uh, living in a computer thing, the major. Uh, but it still has some of the strange philosophy, and you have to watch it kind of with a dictionary to figure out what the hell's going on sometimes, but that's what makes it good, to me at least. But it's, you know, I, I think I like the movie more simply because I thought the having a conscious computer was incredibly cool, and this was actually the first, when I saw that movie, was the first time I'd run across that. But the anime itself is based on a manga by uh, Mr. Shirao. The first of the upcoming manga, Ghost in the Shell, standalone complex, Takagimo na Haibai, which I probably just ultimately butchered, will launch in the January issue of <laughs> Young Magazine on December 9th. I love having a Japanese magazine titled in English. Uh, ah. So the same Masayaki Yamamoto is drawing this all-new manga based on production IG's 2002 video anime series of the same name. This spin-off series of bonus anime shorts uh, recounted tongue-in-cheek stories of the Tachigoma AI tanks from the main Ghost of the Shell standalone complex anime. Ah. So it's going to be a rather funny stories, if I remember, from the Tachikomas are in pretty much there for humor. So it's going to be a more humorous manga, which is entirely different from Ghost in the Shell of any other type. I don't know if that'll work, but we'll have to see. Uh, the second manga, which is simply titled Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, will launch in the 2009-02 issue of uh, Weekly Young Magazine on December 14th. Yu Kutan the creator of the Amon and Shinon manga and the artist for Steambile, Leviathan, and Pyron manga will draw this manga version. So, the evidently it's also going to be released in USA, in the US, by Kodana USA, which has already started republishing uh, Shirao's original Ghost in the Shell manga this fall. Hobby Japan's Ghost in the Shell standalone complex visual book and Ghost in the Shell standalone complex second gig visual book included short anthologies of original four-panel gag manga by Aichiro Mashin, Ramana Kusamini, and Koji Sugai Tanai, and others. Dreamworks has licensed the rights from to make a proposed 3D live-action film last year. Uh, to do this, DreamWorks hired Shutter Island, who I've never heard of, writer and executive producer Lentia Calogridas, uh, to adapt the manga. This has to be the, I don't i don't know, live action of manga that never works than any that I have seen. If you, hmm. anybody can think of one that they liked, please do send us an email. Yeah. Why does it be at gmail.com? 
<laughs> the same January issue of Monthly Young Magazine with the Tachikoma manga is also the magazine's debut issue under its new name. It was evidently previously bi-monthly magazine called Besa Hatsu Young Magazine. Uh, I was also featuring a new side story of 3x3i's manga and a special 36-page side story to this year's live-action film adaptation. I've never actually seen 3x3i's. Probably should. So I, I don't know. I think that's really cool, especially since it's going to come to America, and I just absolutely love Ghost in the Shell. Uh, that's, that's what got one of the things that got me into anime was the first Ghost in the Shell movie, and I'm one of the few people who likes the second movie. Uh, actually, probably more than the first. But uh, it's going to be... I, I don't know. I think that's cool. I'm I'm somewhat hopeful about the live-action show. I don't know what that's going to do, how that's going to go, but here's hoping it's going to be better than the Death Note live-action. <laughs> yeah, we can only hope. So, um, we'll hit the final story here. Uh, pretty crazy story, to say the least. Um, <laughs> you know, we always say how America's views in Japanese... Uh, media kind of gets the, uh, the, uh, you know, kind of a bad, ang- you know, bad angle. Well, you can say the same for the Philippines. The Philippines have banned child pornography, which wouldn't be, you know, so bad. I mean, banning child pornography, I'm all for it, you know. We don't need that garbage. But what ticks me off is when they label things that are completely wrong. Um, the Philippines have moved to ban all lolly porn or hentai. In its wording, a congressional statement uh, then describes hentai as the Japanese pornographic cartoon that depicts children and explicit sexual activity. Yeah. Which is not the... <clears throat> yeah, that's not the hentai. proper definition. Yeah, exactly. Uh, offenders. And as much as I do not like low-lie hentai, you can't ban it. It's freedom of speech. Uh, this isn't the Philippines, dude. They can do whatever the fuck they want. This isn't America. Uh, they're supposed to. They just have a bad wording of it, is my point. Let them do what they, you know, we, they don't have the same rights as Americans. And even then, freedom of speech? Go talk to frickin' Hanley. Go to Iowa and talk to his ass and tell you what he thinks about that. I, I, I don't believe these things are correct. But, yes, they're trying to do it, but since, you know, looking at it in the picture is going to make you do it in real life. Besides, we had something just like no. this. That Protect Act. We got the same exact problem. Which has been found, thankfully, parts of it, to be unconstitutional. Yeah. So, pretty crazy. Um, a bill banning this pornographic cartoon... Hey, yeah, is, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, and the, the worst part is certainly that they labeled all hentai as this. I mean, I own some hentai. There's some hentai that's fairly good. Yes. But it's not kids. No, exactly. But you know what? What do you expect? These are politicians. You know, 
They can't know everything. We can't know everything. Yes, they should do their homework, but they're probably, just like in America, if we had parents screaming and yelling, Oh, that hentai! It's about children! It's terrible! And that's all the politician hears. They're going to just make the assumption, and plus, they're going to probably make it sound worse than it is, so they get the results they want. If you say, oh, well, the majority of hentai is for adults and it contains, you know, depictions of over the age of 18 adults engaging in sex, you know, whatever, even though you could say all the rape ones and this and that, but still, you know, if they came out and said, well, the hentai isn't that bad, no, they're going to come out and say, oh, that hentai, it's for that's children being raped. Oh, the kids. Think of the children. We need to ban it. No. Uh, you get my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. That is the news of the week. What is right, not what is popular. Well, but... Uh, well, easier said than done, man. I agree with you, but still. What can you do? It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Yeah. DVD picks of the week. Uh, so this week, we've got some good, good, good releases. Um, oh, wow, I would not agree with that, but okay. F you. <laughs> Evidently. Well, Zaldar doesn't have one this week because he's lazy. doesn't know anything. Uh, well, I do, but it's one that's not on that front page. Well, there you go. Then. Well, what is it? The new this week in anime for eleven seventeen two thousand and nine. The Full Metal Alchemist movie, The Conqueror of Shambhala. Is that new, or is that just a re-release? It's on Blu-ray. Oh, there you go. Cool. And then I there's also the Neon Genius Evangelion movie one point oh one, which is coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. I think what two weeks, three weeks, something like that. End of November. Uh, they said it was released on uh, eleven seventeen. Really? Yeah. Oh. Let me send. It's not on that first page. And uh, what the difference between that and what I just sent you is, I don't know. That more here. Stop sending me stuff, damn it. You make blinging noises in the podcast, you jerk. Ah, you like blinging noises. Yes. So, uh, so Evie Galleon, there you go. Get its awesome Blu-ray and Blu-ray. Put it in your Blu-ray player where the Blu-ray lives. Um, I, personally, would pick, uh, Special A's. A very fun show. Ooh, you get Kujabiki on balance. Plus the OVA. Some hot shit right there. Or you can get some Yuri action and Princess Princess. And some more little Snow Fury. And some more Bleach. Hells yeah. So, Zodar's pick is that Full Metal Alchemist movie. And mine is Special A's. So let's go ahead and just move on to... What's that? I have no idea what Special A's about. It's a fun show about this girl 
who wants to up, who wants to be the best against this guy that she's grown up with. And everything she does, he's always better. Um, school gets better scores. Like, and she's always second. They wrestle, she be he always beats her. Uh, just like anything he does, they do all these competitions, and he always wins. It's just really fun. And I talked about that show. I think like episode two or three. Okay. Yeah. Back way before I came in. Yes, a long time ago. It's called Kissing the Special A's. So, yes, it is cool. So, Kodomo no Jiken. The show that you said you would kill yourself if you watched. And still. Yeah, I saw it on YouTube, and I'm like, alright, it can't be that bad if YouTube allows them to put it up. And. You know, you. I have to say, you were actually right. If you can get past the first two episodes, that, if you can get past the really, really ridiculous, and it is really, really ridiculous, uh, lolly stuff, it does actually have a really, really decent plot, and it does look like there are reasons that the kids are the way they are, and it explores that in a very realistic way. And it doesn't, it, it's not at all saying it's good that the kids are this way. So how far did you get? How many episodes in? I have, I have watched the first uh, four episodes. Okay, it gets even better. And and actually, it's a very the, sad part of the show later on. Yeah, I mean, it, I've figured out what happens to the girl's mother, and I've kind of figured out that yep, the cousin his mom. that he's living with or is not... A great guy in some ways. Well, that's what you, this is where you gotta watch later. They they but. they explore that a lot more deeper and go into like his psyche. They go into his point of view and what happened, and you learn more about Rin's mom and 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 you know the character and uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, Kokyo. Oh, so that's the other guy. Sorry, um, Renji. That's what I'm thinking of. You learn more about Renji. You learn more about Rin's mom. Um, so, uh, so basically, if you don't know what Kodomo no Jiken is, it's Let follow- me do it. What's that? It, it okay, go ahead. follows the, a, a new, and that's the other thing that's really good about it, is it shows, at least for me, since I teach as well, kind of the death of a, a really, really what could be a really, really good elementary school teacher, but who has to go up against some of the entrenched ways of doing things and his his loss of innocence to some way and his loss of, you know, I'm going to be a teacher and change the world. And his growth in cynicism a good bit. And I think it does that really, really well that it shows, you know, he's there, he's trying, but it's just so hard because the kids aren't listening. Uh, his principal, a dick, basically, <laughs> and all that stress and what it does to him. I think it does that very well as well. But it, it follows a new teacher in an elementary school and his his day, his class and focuses on three students. Rin, uh, one of her friends who's incredibly wealthy and who likes to dress up in cosplay costumes. It is a key. And... A younger girl who develops way too quickly. Yeah, and it also really handles that, I thought, in a very well, 
a very good way as well. I mean, she's in third grade. She has breasts that look like she should be in high school. Uh, but it doesn't yeah. treat that as a as a sexual thing. It treats it as, this is really a problem. How do we deal with this? It's giving her psychological issues. No. And it goes through her younger, her friends helping her buy a bra and you know, <laughs> this sort of stuff. And some of this, I think, is because it is actually written by a woman that it does this so very well. It's, you know, I really was afraid it was going to be like Strike Witches, where the entire point of the anime was, ooh, uh, third graders' panties. Yeah. Did you watch... And it's it's not... Was this super ass censored when you watched on YouTube? Yeah. Okay, you're watching the... the You're watching the original TV then. They do. Yeah, they did come out with the DVDs. They are totally uncensored, and I have been trying to get a hold of them because honestly, I would re love to rewatch this show because there's so much that gets cut out of this show. Not just the glorious panty shots because they do have them, um, but they actually cut out. Full, oh no, there's like, well, you've seen the scene. Well, maybe you haven't. Have they gotten to the point where they're just lifting their shirt, skirts up for um, Aoki? Right, yeah. They have, okay. But I mean, they uh, censor they that. Um, they but censor. It's not really as it shows her character and how she looks at life and what she thinks about women and what women are for. Just okay. Like Do you not notice the parts when they censor out into the entire fucking sentences? Yes, yes, yes. But I don't think it's... I wouldn't call it gratuitous. I mean, it's gratuitous in strike. They censor the shit out of that show, though. They do. They censor it. But you said it was gratuitous. It's not gratuitous, but they do censor it, yes. Well, you're they dealing with... Thir- th- seriously, though, when you get to the bottom line, though, you're dealing with third graders. Yes, it yeah, is sure. not real. But in the context of the story, you are dealing with third graders. I understand they got to yeah. censor shit, but what, did, what really gets this show a bad rap is the, to the censorship. Because they are full sentences, full spoken sentences from a character, completely censored out. They censor out full scenes of not just nudity or just graphic fan service. Uh, they censor out important parts of the series when they're discussing um, Rin's mother and her cousin and the relationship they shared and I really hope I'm not spoiling this for you um, because this is such a good I, I really think this is such an underrated show because god damn it Pepper get down I agree sorry um, this is such an underrated show because everyone looks at it I mean even if you watch the trailer the trailer is nothing but sexualized they're eating ice cream cones, and they're doing it really, you know, seductively. The first scene is Aoki walking into the room, and the girls are changing, and the, and, and Rin is half naked. You know, the first whole episode is nothing but Rin. Like the first two episodes, really, in my opinion, are just to try to shock the viewer and say, "Look how far we can go." But then the but it real you get beyond that, yeah, exactly. Actual story, and it, it got labeled incorrectly because I think you're right. I did it. I looked at the uh, 
trailer and was like, oh my god, this is sick. And it also, it came out at a bad time. It came out when they had just arrested an incredibly sick and evil um, pedophile in Japan who turned out to be an elementary school principal. Mm -hmm. So it got all caught up in that. But really, I mean, they... They banned it basically from America, and I. And oh some yeah, of the they had actually they planned to come with I the manga. Understand what? Yeah, they had yeah. actually made plans to bring the manga to America, and California, uh, I think it was, got wind of what this manga was, and once again, because of the way they choose to portray this anime, honestly, it bit them in the ass, in my opinion. Because they portray this anime like, we're going to push the limit to where it can't go. We're going to be right on the line of what's decent and what's not. And in my opinion, a really, really, really good story gets missed. Because so many people, um, you know, like we've already mentioned, see this as some really sick, depraved show. Where in reality, there's a very good story behind all the sexualized nuisance. And the other big thing is, you know, the story is a third grader falling in love with his teacher. What everyone feels to say is, nothing ever happens. I They don't start messing around or anything like that. When they, brought, when they were going to bring the manga over for, to America... They said no, because it's not appropriate to be telling a story where a third grader falls in love with their teacher. That's why. And it's not like, I mean, as much as we want to maybe not admit it, this does happen. And this is something that teachers have to deal with. No, yeah, there's always students are like, I love my teacher. And some don't know how to... I guarantee you, if you were to talk to teachers, they if you asked them, has there ever been any times where a student has said, oh, I love you, or brought you flowers, you know, just something inappropriate in the relationship. And I guarantee you, almost every teacher would say, yeah, I've had a problem with, you know, maybe one or two students that have, you know, done something like that, or got the wrong idea, or, you know, it's part of growing up. You're learning about your sexual identity, and who you are, and what you think you know, especially when you're that young. I mean, I think the thing is, especially in America, people don't want to think that kids that young should know about that or understand those feelings or, you know. Or even have them. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, they do. Kids should be pure <laughs> and innocent. Is the way America sees it. Well, they never have. But, um... No, like I've mentioned, I, I, I try to get as many people to watch this show. And I always say, just get past the first two episodes. Get to the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh episode. It gets better. Yes, there's still some unneeded fan service and some things. But when you get past all that garbage, there is such a good story underneath everything. And I really think this anime shot itself in the foot by trying to portray something that that it wants to be, but it really isn't. I don't even know if it wants to be it. I mean, I do not think... I mean, the lady has said that she thinks 
American culture is a little bit screwed up. Well, that's American it. culture, though. This is they centered the hell out uh, of it in Japanese. And well, uh, they, they did that because it. of what had happened recently in their. You in think their it world. was that? But she she said she has said that you know wow they think these things are wrong. I mean, in Japan, kids bathe with their parents, and there's nothing sexual about it. And we used to be able to do that here. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's called sexual but, abuse. Exactly. But, so there is some of that, but she in no way was trying to push the boundaries of what was real or what was allowed. They, I mean, Strike Witches was the one that was trying to do that, and they showed that in America. And <laughs> yeah, I, God, you know, I haven't information. Uncensored. I, mean, it, I haven't watched uncensored yet. I'm attempting also to try and find it, so I can't I'm gonna make Netflix a really judge. It. I'm going to Netflix it. On how bad it really is. Yeah, exactly. But, it's, but the pictures I have seen of the censored and the non-censored version, okay, they don't even really show panties. They show bloomers. And that's like... Bloomers are like swimsuits. I mean, there's not... You know, maybe in Japan there's something sexual about bloomers, but there's not here. I don't find looking at women in bloomers sexual. I mean, it, it looks almost completely just like what they use in Japan for uh, PE uniforms. So I, I do not get it at all. But there are a lot of things about the world that I don't get. So yes, I have to say I have been very impressed with it as an actual show. It's not at all titillating, but if you're going in for that, then there's something wrong with you. And if there's something wrong with you to begin with, yeah, you're probably going to find it titillating. But that's not the fault of the show. That's the fault of you. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, like, they... I would say, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It is actually worth it. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah. can we can talk about this all day long. Let's just move on. Yeah. Well, out of the four episodes, I would really, honestly, though, I want you to finish the show. I really want to get your opinion of overall because there's so much more that they cover that you know push the show further. There's actually a second. There's actually a second season. Well, it's more. It's an OVA. There's just three OVAs. There's no actually second season. They called out a second season. I mean, to what that means. They may not know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was uh, this week's show. You know, uh, just a few things to say before we close out the show here. Uh, like I mentioned before, check out www.bonsaibeat.com. Feel free to email us at bonsaibeat. Or excuse me, at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Please, please, we want to know. We yeah. don't hear about our viewers. I mean, you know, even if you think we suck, major ass eggs. Tell us. <laughs> ass if you disagree <laughs> with me and you think as much as Komodo no Jenkins should be strung up, hey, you know, let us know. Yeah. I- I'd be interested to see what people... Yeah, review us on iTunes. We uh, are on there, you know, uh, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So, until next week... Uh, this is Jellicoon saying sayonara. This is Daniel saying love these.
each other. Oh, uh, snap. Help each other out. Cause, you he know, really life's hard enough. He used his real name. Crap. <sighs> so, yes. Oh, well. There you go. <laughs> Until next week, thanks for listening, and, and yeah, have a good week. <laughs>